0: And in 10... Hey, how goes it? Ken Bozak here to talk about Bitcoin and Bitcoin accessories. And today I'm with my Canadian bro, bro, Sean Hebert. How goes it, bro, bro, from justlearncrypto.com?
1: Hey, uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. It's Sunday. I'm hanging out. It's like pretty warm out actually today, which is nice because it's been freezing cold all week. So yeah, man, I'm just hanging out. How's Philly I feel doing, like- bro?
0: great but i feel like warm to use like 20 degrees celsius i don't fuck around with any of that
1: yeah it's like 30 today it's nice <laughs> It's
0: 30 no <laughs> i'm out i'll see you in canada after winter bro uh well actually i'm lying i guess i'll be up there in like what three weeks or so two weeks something like that
1: uh, yeah yeah i'll grab extra blankets for you don't worry
0: Yeah, we're going to have to have a snowball fight because I'm going to have to fuck you up for making me get so damn cold for this Satoshi's ball thing. So, (laughs) um, I guess pun intended, let's get the ball rolling. First off, it's not your first time on the show, but uh, just in case, um, you know, let everybody know who you are, uh, what you're doing in this space, and maybe a little bit about how you got in this space to begin with.
1: Sure, man. Um, So, yeah, I'm Sean. Uh, I'm the guy who posts way too much stuff on Facebook about Bitcoin. Uh, I'm the guy who talks way too much about Bitcoin to everyone. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I do. I just never shut up about it. Um, I, uh, got into Bitcoin like, I don't know, it was like 18 months ago or something like that. I, uh, I did door to door for most of my life. I uh, started doing business to business for a social media marketing company. Um, started talking with, you know, more business people. Heard about Bitcoin. Got invited to a, uh, like, one of those stupid MLM meetings for uh <laughs> it was, Gla- was Gladiacoin, man. It was like a company. Uh, oh, a total- wow, that
0: was fast. That was a fast <laughs> in and out scam. They were here and gone. But it was a pretty orchestrated scam. Maybe touch on that scam a little bit. Let everybody know, like, what these are about. Because the space right now. Is not seeing scams because it's not profitable to be scamming in the space because we're in a downward trajectory. But people that are accumulating now may be hit with a gladiator coin scam in the future. So just like what what made it look like a scam to you at first sight and why didn't you just dive all in?
1: Well, I mean, anytime you're there's a, you know a buy in for a company and you have to relinquish control of your money and especially like for me, I think. Uh, given the fact that I didn't know much about Bitcoin anyway, it was like trying to wrap my head around Bitcoin and then trying to wrap my head around this like super complicated payout system on a tiered level with different like accomplishments. It was just very typical MLM st- style. I mean, I, I'm not new to that space. I I uh, I used to go to a lot of MLM meetings, not to join them. I never joined an MLM, um, but just because I it was a great way to network with like guys that wanted to have a side hustle, people that wanted to, you know, were motivated and we're trying to make more than minimum wage and not just work a nine to five job, like my kind of people. But I, I mean, I just I never got pulled into any of those MLMs because I just I don't know, I saw through it. Right. But what was interesting about this one was Bitcoin. And and that's what caught my attention. Um, and I mean, yeah, Gladia coin pretty much I think they were like a trading bought or something where you invest bitcoin and you get back a you know a percentage guaranteed roi which you know oh guaranteed um,
0: never never fails every time something says guaranteed it is guaranteed i mean it's on the box
1: yeah exactly it's it's official it's official i I read it on an internet website um yeah why look a bull in (laughs) the ass you can
0: ask a butcher about the cut
1: exactly yeah, that's a sentence. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> words, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so uh, yeah, anyway, man, I just fucking avoided that like the plague and uh, started researching a bit into Bitcoin. Kind of like phased out of it and then got back into it again uh, with another MLM that someone had like was trying to shove down my throat called Trade Coin Club. Oh. Same thing. Trade bots, all that shit. and You know, I think it was actually kind of good because, like, I was really interested in Bitcoin. And I feel like a lot of people, when they first get into the space, there's a lot of pressure on them to get into trading. It's like, oh, you know, go trade. Don't just hold on to Bitcoin. Imagine being able to multiply it. And, and, then, and then, you know, it just with all this trading bots and like just the mentality around it i just i was never a trader i didn't want to trade um so i think it was a good thing it pushed me further away from trading and it made me focus more on the technology more on the community more on the use case of bitcoin it like it really made me start thinking like what is money? Like, why are we using it? Why do we relinquish so much of our money and our control over to third parties? Um, and then, yeah, I just fucking slipped down the, the rabbit hole, started following you, uh, started watching Andreas Antonopoulos, and uh, just got, like, really into it, man. And um, it got hooked up with NetCoins out of uh, Vancouver. Dude, uh, NetCoins and is
0: I... making moves right now, dude.
1: Yeah, they're doing some stuff, man. They're doing some cool stuff. They're... Uh... They're definitely, they've shifted their focus from when they first started. They were uh, initially really focused on setting up ATMs at like retail locations. So they wanted to have virtual ATMs all over. Um, now they're dealing with a lot more like institutional buyers and um, they're publicly traded now on the Canadian stock exchange. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, my, me, I always like, I, I think that it's great that we have an amazing like platform for institutional people to buy large amounts of bitcoin in canada and we have multiple platforms for that but i think it's more important that i can go buy my coffee with bitcoin and you know i'm not an institutional investor i'm not you know no i don't manage a hedge fund none of that stuff so i mean it's all really like what's relative to me what 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 can i do in the bitcoin space in the crypto space to make a difference for my life and the way i see that is helping businesses start to incorporate cryptocurrency, talking about it as much as I can, getting as many wallets set up, you know, battling all the FUD that's out there in person and just not giving up faith, man. I I feel like so many people just like, they believed in this so much when the value was high and now the value is low and their belief system has changed and it's like, people need to reevaluate like what yeah. initially got them interested in this and like realize that it's still here. It's still new. It's still going to grow. It's still These has the same a lot people
0: of- that were in Bitcoin was 20,000. were like, man, I wish Bitcoin was back at 3000 so I could buy some. And now it is. And they're just like, dude, I I, know, I, I,
1: said. I, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I mean, I posted that on Facebook a couple of days ago. I was like Bitcoin, 20,000, everyone buy, 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 super excited. Wish they, you know, they wish it was back down and, Uh, I made another good joke the other day. I said uh, the the market's so low that hackers are putting coins back into people's wallets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, But you know what, man? It's going to be a funny event when we have another bull run. But, I I mean, it could be a nice long winter. It could be a short, you know, consolidation period. Uh, Price does not reflect the quality of the tech, though. The Bitcoin blockchain has improved over the the year tremendously and I mean we're just looking at so many ways of getting institutional capital from Fidelity to the upcoming ETFs and um you know, this is this is all just starting to look too suspicious to me that the price is coming down while all these big dominoes are being lined up. Like if you look at the big picture, you know what I mean? It looks like Bitcoin should be worth more than its previously all-time high due to the fact that it's more accepted, more used, more acknowledged, more known about, easier to invest in, all these on-ramps exist, institutional avenues and everything now exist. Before Bitcoin was 20 grand, none of this existed. So, yeah. Bitcoin is now better And it is cheaper. So that's why I think everyone's saying it's on a discount.
1: Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, like Bitcoin, Bitcoin's value isn't really going to be relative to society until I think we see more of a collapse in our actual fiat systems. Um, And you know what? I, I feel like there's still a couple roads that we could go down right now, like Bitcoin could take over, uh, become a global payment form. I mean, I think we're years and, you know, at least a decade away from that even yep. starting, really. Um, which again is, I mean, it's understandable that people are gonna be emotional and, and unsure about this stuff now because it's still so fucking new, man. This is brand new stuff. Like, this is something that people need to realize is gonna have problems. It's, it's something that needs to grow. It's, it's just like when the internet came. I mean, people think the internet is as good as it's gonna be, it still has so much room for improvement. You know yeah. what i mean like yeah no, I, I'm, I'm very
0: impatiently waiting for like 5g mobile data speeds to come out so we can do more on our you know mobile data and you know the internet in, in a mobile way and everyone's like oh no the internet's fine it peaked and I'm like no the internet's still at like 10 percent what it is going to be in the future it's still very early tech and what blockchain is is like fucking dude one percent of what where it's going and what it can be and i mean uh,
1: i think we've seen i think we've seen more advancements in technology and in society in the last 10 years than we did from 1900 to 2000 like we're it's nuts the 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 rate that technology and innovation is coming out so um i mean picture in five years man all these kids that are 15, you know, 16, they're going to be going to college, university. We're already seeing blockchain-specific courses being offered at universities all around the world. Um, it, it's, it's going to create a whole new market uh, for kids that are going to want to work in this industry, and I think that, like, the volatility in price right now and all the fud, and all the bullshit media and all the stupid negative people that are, you know, trying to convince people away from this technology for whatever reason, I think all of that is just going to build stronger believers in the technology. It's going to force companies to, uh, to really innovate themselves and really like push themselves to get a product out there, um, yeah. and it's just gonna bring a bunch more people in, man. People, more and more people are gonna be getting into this industry, and who knows when the next, you know, for lack of a better reference, Zuckerberg is gonna come in and, and yeah. create the next big thing, right? Like, um, I mean, it's it's just exciting, man. And people need to like grow some balls and stop losing faith every time the price drops. You know, like if you're if you're all in on crypto and you lost money from this, then i totally feel for you man it, it's it's exactly man it's this isn't a very volatile thing to be in but at the end of the day like i i've hedged myself in other ways i'm like i mean i'm still working a job just to, to earn fiat to make sure some of my bills are paid um you know invested in other altcoins and and just hodling man like it's uh, it's the name of the game right now and uh the people that have the balls to stick in it and do it are going to be the ones that are going to become the winners in the next five, 10 years. That's why we've seen this all before
0: this is history of repeating itself I mean I don't I hate to say that you know maybe mm-hmm. the mainstream was a little right when they were calling this a dot-com bubble you know when they were looking at it and maybe maybe it really does now represent a dot-com bubble esque look and appeal and appearance and all that um, but like you said we, we right now we're not gonna see any more of these vaporware you know projects we're gonna see real shit starting to come out because yeah. that's what investors are gonna put their money into and we've seen people back in the past you know what mainstream media get pushed out of investment opportunities, telling people to sell because it's worthless. The price goes down, and two, three, five years later, it goes up a 100% hundred to a thousand percent, and they just bought the dip that they created. You know, mainstream media. You know, what, what was it? Fidelity just announced that they've been mining Bitcoin for like fucking three years. Holy shit! They just announced it. So I mean, wait, yeah. wait till we start hearing what the real big players have been aligning to do while they're sitting here and you know naysaying and. And, you know, and causing uh, FUD, it's really obvious that there's something going on manipulation wise. And I don't think it was on the way up. I think it's been them manipulating the price on the way down. And, you know, a lot of these whales that are buying Bitcoin are buying OTC and it's not really reflecting on the open market. So the for, for the sellers selling on the open exchanges, that's reflecting. But the buyers buying that dip are buying it on the back end where it doesn't reflect. So they're not, well, this is what rich people do. They don't want to buy something and have it go up in value. So the next time they buy it, they cause that inflation in price. Like it, it totally defeats their purpose of investing over a long period. So this yeah. is how they do it.
1: Of course, man. And I mean, I, I'm in talks with lots of the exchanges and owners of exchanges in Canada. Um, lots of the OTC desk, lots of the brokers in Canada. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very well- well connected in the space, um, and I see it, man. There's tens of millions of dollars being purchased of Bitcoin on a weekly basis. There's contracts set up between exchanges. They're they're selling Bitcoin back to each other. You know, one of them will be like, "Hey, I need, uh, you know, a hundred, you know, maybe a thousand Bitcoins a week." Uh, whatever, $5 million. And the other one will be like, yeah, I need the same. They'll, they'll literally sell it back and yeah. forth to each other, man. And that kind of stuff isn't hitting the books. It's not re- reflected in the exchanges, like you said. And it's, it's again, it's these these little moves that are happening behind the scenes that aren't in the media. I mean, the whole point of Bitcoin, the whole success behind it is going to come from the fact that we can't trust these big third-party organizations. So why are we trusting them now about the thing that threatens them why are people listening to the i mean it's it's just i don't know it boggles my mind man i mean at the end of the day it, it's giving me confidence to buy bitcoin that's all this is doing like if i if i if i had if i had a couple thousand bucks lying around dude i'd be scooping up as much bitcoin as i could right now yeah. um unfortunately i'm putting you know a lot of my uh my funding into planning satoshi's ball uh which i have zero regrets about that's going to be a wicked night man i'm so pumped for that so why don't we start
0: from the beginning and finish at Satoshi's ball? Let's start with uh, hashtag KenDoesOttawa, or no, it was KenDoesToronto first with uh, Kevin yeah. Moore, and that's where I met you, and you and him met. Um, let's talk about that conference because that was pretty fun, man. It was my first time in Canada. Um, it was you know the first you know bigger you know bitcoin meetup for you know toronto and it wasn't like extravagant there was no like hundred dollar tickets and shit like that we had a decent yeah it was a decent amount of (laughs) sponsors we had um coinberry help us give away crypto there as well we had uh equibit ubiquity we had um netcoins was there yeah they even present it and there was like what about
1: either i say about
0: set 75 people to 100 people showed up for the free event
1: Yeah, I think we had around like 80 people. Yeah, we had mantis crypto Hoddle brand like we had some really oh, yeah. great Canadian companies brand, there man. That... I love those guys. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of
0: Canadian companies. So I wanted to shout those guys out for sure um, But yeah, what was like your take on like the atmosphere then to now?
1: well it was summer then, so naturally everyone was in a better mood. <laughs> but uh, summer I in Canada,
0: the, whoa, we got thirty days.
1: Enjoy. So it. I think, yeah, I think there's exactly. I think there's a couple different uh, aspects that came into play for me anyway. For my takeaway from that event was one, it was it wasn't in my home city. So Toronto is a very different city than Ottawa. It's uh, yeah. It's it's definitely more business, more entrepreneur focused, um, whereas Ottawa is more of a government city. Um, so the mentality of the people in that city right away, they're, they're more enthusiastic about crypto. Uh, they're more curious about it. And I think I think that was my biggest takeaway was, wow, there's a lot of people that uh, took advantage of this event, came out to learn about crypto. And we're asking a lot of great questions and we're coming up to me and you and Kevin and all the other presenters and really trying to pick our brains about it. Um, and, and I think that's uh, a good sign of of. You know, the fact that we'll still get new people in like that. And that's why I think it's important to keep doing these events. You know what? Like, I think a lot of people are getting scared away from doing meetups. Like, oh, what if only two or three people? Then two or three people came and you got yep. to show two or three people a week or a month or however often you do it. Um, well, I'm doing Bitcoin. a
0: meetup in two days on the 27th of this month in Philadelphia, a free meetup. So Bitcoin PHL, look us up. We're doing a free meetup. We do it every month. I'll be there. That's
1: 'Cause you're a badass motherfucker, Ken.
0: Well, dude, I flew out to to Ottawa for your event, which was inspired by Kevin Moore's event in Toronto where Just Learn Crypto was born at a conference. And like that collab space and how like you got them to accept net coins and now they have a Bitcoin ATM like dude the origin story there is awesome like why don't you dive into it let people know a little bit about like the inspiration behind just learn crypto.com where the uh, collab space conference not another Bitcoin conference like takes off and uh, where we're going now with this Satoshi's ball and where that's going like let's let's yeah, start yeah. With the origins
1: so- in. So in a nutshell, yeah, we did the we did the event in Toronto. That was like a half. It was like an evening event, so it wasn't a whole day thing. Um, and uh, then we you know we wanted to expand from that. I got back in Ottawa. The the gears started turning in my head. And, uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, in Toronto, the lack of education, the lack of, of resources out there for beginners, um, you know, just a simple resource. So uh, that kind of put together the idea of just sort of crypto where we were going to have a platform that offered, um, you know, like a free couple videos and, and some quizzes to get people you know used to just the idea of Bitcoin and how to set up a wallet, all the basic stuff. So, I mean, I'd, I'd be I was working as a broker, so I was spending hours with people on a consistent basis teaching them what a wallet is and like all these basic things like the information is out there it's on youtube but you're going to save a lot of time if there's someone there helping you and directing you so i was sick of spending hours with people um to teach them something that really they could i mean if there was a website that had all these resources on it and it was free for people it was just a useful tool so um yeah we came up with just certain crypto we uh we put out the initial course it was five videos um and five quizzes and a lot, we got a lot of good feedback, you know, it, it just it gave people the information they needed to get started. Um, and then we wanted to expand from that, so we decided that we were going to do an all-day cryptocurrency conference in Ottawa. Um, this hadn't been done before in Ottawa. Uh, like I said, Ottawa's always like the last city in Canada to adopt any sort of innovation, um, as much as they may like to, you know, make it look otherwise. They're, they're a very slow-moving city. Um, so uh it it was I mean it it was a success I think I think it was a great event um but I mean it wasn't the same as the one in Toronto man I didn't find like people were asking as many questions I didn't feel like we had the same kind of people come that we did in Toronto oh yeah but
0: there was like twice the turnout too
1: there was twice the turnout
0: but half the enthusiasm came with them yeah
1: yeah yeah so um yeah, man, it was I mean it was great. We had almost 200 people come out. We had way more sponsors, more booths, we had speakers all day, we had giveaways, we had a wicked raffle. Um,
0: yeah, Crypto Gal,
1: Crypto Model, all my
0: friends came out to hang out. We even had a DDP with uh, Kyle Kemper and Gary yeah. from the decentralized dance party. Yeah, which man. Was, it was a hella cool day. way for me to see Ottawa. Or, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I got to, like, wander around all of Ottawa with you guys and fucking DJ Meat Popsicle in a banana suit. You know what I mean, dude? It was great. Yo, I I kid you not, everybody listening, DJ Meat Popsicle in a banana suit talking to ten women dressed in baller-ass outfits like they were just about to go to the nightclub. And DJ's like, no, you got to come to the DDP in his banana suit. And the ladies are like, all right like i'm down <laughs> Like what dude so yeah dude it was cool fun that was like... that.
1: people just joining in you know we were like going around people were leaving the bar to come just dance with us yeah and... come on come on you can come back to the bar just come on for a dance yeah where are you guys going it's not going anywhere we're decentralized you don't know where we're gonna be <laughs> yeah dude that was um, good
0: times man so yeah, um so, so we did the event on? in
1: ottawa yeah we did that that event in ottawa had a great time um you know, the the just the idea for the just on crypto website started evolving. Um, now we're actually making it a platform uh, where people can are going to be able to put their products on there. So instead of us putting our course and us putting our swag, our merchandise, we're going to be creating a platform to allow almost anyone in the crypto community, as long as it's good stuff. And we vet it um, to sell their courses on there, to sell their merchandise on there, to sell their books on there, um, you know, like Kyle anything-
0: Kemper's new book
1: yeah the unified, the unified wallet. Available, wallet available on amazon right now in the number one top seller section check yeah. out the unified wallet ken we'll throw a link in the comments below <laughs> but uh yeah man so we're gonna make it more of a platform um the website's down right now we're doing a lot of work on the back end um and hopefully, yeah, hopefully within, the, uh, you know, pretty soon into 2019, we're going to be relaunching that site. Um, but, yeah, me and you went to a ton of conferences. You went to a ton of conferences. I was really able to gather a good idea of what worked, what didn't work, what I enjoyed about conferences, what I didn't enjoy about conferences. And, you know, hence came this brainchild called Satoshi's Ball. And, uh, you know, we, me and you, we, we put a lot of work in to like figuring out how we wanted to do this and brainstorming back and forth and we've been getting so much support from the crypto community different companies even the cannabis industries really I mean the cannabis industry and the crypto industry they really do work well together I went to an expo yesterday in Ottawa uh, a cannabis and hemp expo and I mean just amazing people man innovative people um, extremely open to cryptocurrency I I talked to every booth there not one of them was accepting crypto on the website Um, I pointed all of them to Towards uh, myself, primarily to help them get it done. Um, but uh, coin payments, which is out of Vancouver, um, I mean I love they coin have a
0: payments. I fucking uh, love coin payments.
1: Me too, man. I mean they have over two million uh, websites and retail locations using their service worldwide right now. They have over a thousand altcoins um, available to, for people to pay with, and they take the volatility out of it because yep. the store doesn't. They don't have to hold the crypto. It converts automatically over to fiat. So I mean it's it's incredible. Um, even as a personal wallet, it's a great wallet. You have a wallet on your on your computer or on your phone with a thousand different cryptocurrencies on it. Dude, um, I love Canada. With...
0: Y'all are making moves up there. I mean, even with with coin payments, net coins, and what's the other one? Uh bills. Yep. So you could pay all your bills in crypto, you can have merchants accept crypto, and you could sell crypto all with these companies in canada that's like why i love yeah. canada like people yeah, don't I mean, get it but canada is the where i'm looking for where blockchain's going in, in a first world country i'm keeping my eyes on canada man especially it's, with the it's mining up there.
1: dude we're uh yeah man we're really like carving our piece out of the pie up here in canada i think there's a lot of companies that are thinking of moving to canada because we already have a set amount of regulations in um you know it's a lot easier for a company a blockchain company a crypto company to come out here comply with regulations uh go through you know some sort of ico process uh raise money have a a real project have it be regulated um i mean we're already we already have crypto companies on being publicly traded on the stock exchange um you know so i mean it's it's again there's two companies being publicly traded right now i think in canada that's how early this is man People need to realize that. Like,
0: So what's Satoshi's ball? Like, what are attendees going to expect? You know what I mean? Like, how long is it? Where is it? What's going to happen when I walk in the door? What's the takeaway? What's, what are we trying to deliver? You know, like, let's let the audience know a little bit because, again, we don't – it's not like we're trying to convince people to travel from Europe and America to come to Canada for Satoshi's ball. But if you're in Ottawa, if you're a local in Canada – Make the travel. Let's have a damn good time together. Like, what? What's? What's there to expect though? What is Satoshi's ball?
1: <clears throat> so basically okay people are gonna i mean for one it's a super affordable event it's an all-night event it's it's we really want to give everyone that vip feeling um but we do have a vip section to give people an even better vip feeling so everyone's going to be able to come out to satoshi's ball interact with all the booths they're gonna we're gonna have a photo booth when you walk in we're gonna have a beautiful uh w- a banner set up with all the, the supporters contributors their logos uh we're gonna have merchant booths there you're gonna be able to buy physical things there set up uh, from different companies around. Um, we're going to have some cannabis companies there as well. So uh, no actual like weed or anything like that, but uh, different accessories, different co- uh, Canadian companies that are oh, making cool, cool, some cool. really amazing stuff. Uh, you know, jewelry, um, pipes, grinders, all that kind of stuff, man. Um we're going to have, uh, Kyle's going to be there with his book. So there's going to be uh, literature. People are, I mean, this is a super affordable book. A really great Christmas present as well. Um, and, and really an edu- a great educational tool for I bought to the start- paper
0: back. It was like 10 bucks on Amazon. And I got the uh, digital copy for like a dollar on uh, Amazon Books. So I'm yeah. actually checking it out now. And uh, it's not hard to read. Like, it's not boring. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah. Kyle Kemper fucking wrote it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and then I really wanted, with the booths, I really wanted to find companies that offered utilities, uh, both in Canada and globally. So, I mean, we've got Hedgy coming out. Um, They're awesome. They're gamified crypto built up on the Ethereum blockchain. Um, We've got... uh, we've got companies out of Montreal we got a uh, buns focus coming out? On edge. I
0: would love to see buns I
1: wish man buns uh, buns I guess they just didn't they, they did a lot this year man they went to a lot of conferences and they've been growing rapidly this year like they launched their their app like I just think that they they weren't they, I did reach out to them they just they weren't they were too busy I think their christmas party was lined up around our date as well um, and uh, they went to a lot of events so I just think maybe with at the end of the year they didn't have the uh, the budget to necessarily come out I mean I know they're supporting it in spirit but not in my wallet
0: (laughs) (laughs) well hey guys if you want to check out buns I will drop my shill referral link in the description box below it'll give you like $15 worth of buns bits their digital currency and if you do end up visiting Ottawa, Toronto, and the Canada area, you can go to a bar, barber shop, liquor store, smoke shop, pretty much all kinds of places and damn near every single food car. Like if you see a, a beaver tail food truck, you can use that fifteen dollars in free buns bits to get yourself some beaver tail in Canada.
1: Yeah, man. Toronto's definitely really adapting buns. There's so many places. Ottawa, they're they're hopefully um, we're going to be the ones to actually be pushing buns in Ottawa, um, starting in 2019. Love buns. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the impression I got from them. That was what I was, uh, that's kind of what I was asking from them. I said, listen, I'm already approaching businesses. I'm already working with the businesses here in Ottawa, getting ATMs set up, uh, you know, buns is another thing that I could be bringing up to them. Right. So, um, they're just, I think they're developing a system right now for, uh, for third-party companies like myself to market and onboard them. So I'm excited for that to come out, man, because then then we're going to be able to get a whole bunch of places signed up here in Ottawa. Hey, a quick shout-out to Anthony for this super chat,
0: $5.50 euro. That's like... US because our economy sucks. So shout out to that guy. Thanks, bro, bro. Much appreciated And if you are watching this live, please go ahead and pound that thumbs up button Don't forget to click subscribe. There's a little alert bell right there Flick that alert bell thingy and then share this share this live stream on Twitter share it on Facebook And if you know anybody in Canada, you have a Canadian bro, bro tag them Let them know about Satoshi's ball. The link is in the description box below for Satoshi's ball. It's an all- day banger we're gonna have a party with a crypto theme where people are going to be able to learn and get hands-on education while just networking and having a good time you know no pressure no schedule none of this crazy conference type shit. it's it's a giant meetup with like a party in it
1: it's a yeah that's exactly it man it's a meetup from seven till three in the morning from seven to nine the lights are on uh you're gonna be able to interact from nine to three in the morning man it's just going to be a fucking rager like we got three djs coming out we have thousands of dollars of lights that we rented uh speakers you know subwoofers it's going to be like a club but we're still going to have all the booths set up you're going to be still be able to network there's going to be a vip section at the back that's going to give you a full view of the entire conference but a little bit more of a private quieter area Um, so if you really are coming out to network at this event it's definitely worth it to go vip i mean we're going to be in the vip section all of the exhibitors are going to be you know uh, moving over there once uh, after nine o'clock so um yeah man it's just i just wanted it to be an event where people could have fun and walk away from it and go shit that was that was fucking awesome <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that's, we've been to enough of these events to know what it takes to make things awesome and what what's, like, the boringer aspects of conferences. Like, even at Futurist, the best part was when the conference ended and everybody was just networking and drinking and having a good time. Like, that was... Everybody's favorite part was the after parties, not the actual yeah. conferences, because people go to these events to network to get conversations, to, you know, get familiar with people, to run into companies that need your niche that you can offer or your company that needs to find somebody who can fill your niche that you need. Like there, there's a lot more to come to these events when people spend time in the hallway. You know like most people like me I don't really listen to the speakers on stage cuz you can watch that on YouTube later. But what I can't do later is go back into the hallway and run into people and network and mingle and that's where you really capitalize on conferences. Your ROI comes comes out of the Rolodex that you take away. And um you know that's that's really what I want people to understand, especially in Ottawa. there's so much opportunity, much more opportunity than elsewhere is in Canada. and there's a lot of companies in Ottawa from Car City to coincards.ca from uh I mean netcoin <coughs> I can name like 12 amazing projects right now that are only in Canada because yep. Canada is awesome. So if you're in there, I really want you guys to come out to Satoshi's Ball. Like Sean said, it's super affordable. It's it's not an expensive event and we're hoping to bring a lot of quality people together so mm-hmm. that we can, right now in this bear market, what we really need is camaraderie. And, and that's what we're hoping to, you know, to give people is a place to come together and, you know, kind of expand on what, what they've already got. That's that's you know, you you've learned, but you can learn more guys.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Um yeah, we've got like some amazing companies coming out. So we have Apex Crypto coming out of Montreal. Um they're an OTC exchange, also an education and a media source. They put out some amazing content. Um we've got HODL Rally, they're coming out in spirit. Uh, they're still supporting the event in a big way. Hodlerally.com, um, they are a supercar rally happening in Europe next summer that me and Ken are going to. Uh, it's going to be an epic seven-day uh, event. There's going to be going all across Europe, starting in London, ending in Ibiza. Uh, there's a fashion show. There's three crypto conferences, six parties, a hundred supercars, and a super yacht party at the end. So that's a really cool project to check out. That's the Huddle Rally. Um, Canadian Bitcoins right here in Ottawa. They are, from what I've seen, honestly, man, the cheapest place to buy and sell Bitcoin in Canada. I saw that. Um, they have an online. Uh, portal as well you can do everything on their website at canadianbitcoins.ca um we've also got uh car city canada they're going to be coming out that's canada's first cryptocurrency friendly car dealership um so you can go there buy a car with bitcoin litecoin ethereum um untraceable they're helping out as well um i love tracy and untraceable man they're awesome yeah, man. I mean, she puts on Wickeded events, so I, I reached out to her and I said, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love if, if I could pick your brain, if, if you can maybe help me, uh, you know, make this event a little bit better for people coming out. So she's helping us out as well. Uh HODL Brand's going to be coming out. We're going to have shirts and hats from Huddle Brand. Um, Steve Wan from Helium Chain, he's going to be coming out, setting up a booth for Helium Chain. Uh, we've got Arius.io uh, from Florida. So they're, they're going to be helping us out as well. They're a really cool company. Check them out, Arius.io. Uh, Hedgie, we've got them coming up from Toronto. and uh, Tokens is helping us out with all of our graphic work, our posters, our flyers. Uh, yeah, exactly. and Tokens, amazing, amazing project. I can't wait for them to, like, fully launch everything. Um, we've got Hercules. They're helping out. They've uh, donated a, a really great... Um, We're going to call it a surprise for now, but they're giving (laughs) us... They're giving us something really cool to give away, um, to for one, for everyone that comes through the door. But then um, we're going to be doing a raffle uh, at this event. So um, there's going to be a really cool raffle prize, uh, thanks to Hercules and some of our other supporters. Um, Kyle Kemper is going to be there with the Unified Wallet. And, I mean, dude, it's just going to be wicked, man. It's going to be a bunch of really cool people, uh, a lot of people that know what they're talking about. And the other thing that I think people need to realize and pay attention to right now is... The companies that are supporting events like this as opposed to the companies that don't have it in their budget i mean i I mean i don't want to call out any companies but i'm just saying i've been hearing it from a bunch of them and they don't have the budget to to sponsor events whether that's an excuse or whether that's true um, I mean if it's true if they don't have a budget to sponsor a small event we're we're asking for a really reasonable amount from from companies to come out and be a part of this if they can't afford that I mean are they gonna, can they afford to grow their project can they afford to right. scale I mean I think a lot of companies right now need to need to really Pay attention to the well to they the, need to start the fertilizing
0: yeah. the grassroot efforts if they want to establish roots in this in this industry, in this community. Like a lot of companies don't understand the power of branding and community building. They really don't get it. And yeah. uh, I just wanted to shout out Amina and what she does at the collab space with her free meetups. She's of actually course. even having uh, Bitcoin Ben fly out to Ottawa next month to have a meetup. Like that's freaking well, awesome.
1: Ben's coming out for Satoshi's Ball, too, man. I talked to him yesterday. Bitcoin Ben's flying out
0: for Satoshi's Ball? Yep. Our favorite truck driving crypto knot is going to be a Satoshi's Ball, guys. So if you want some chicken wings and beer and a damn good time, you got to come out to Satoshi's Ball in Ottawa. Yeah. Dude, that's. I see. Now I'm excited. I was excited before, but now I'm really excited. Like, I I got to hang out with Ben in Vegas. That was cool um i i I got to hang out with ben in texas i mean i've I've gotten to hang out with ben a few different times at the litecoin summit and uh damn i've been to a lot of events (laughs) ben's a cool dude man so this is going to be a fun time man a good party and a great place for people to network again
1: Yeah, man, for sure. We're going to have good food for people too. So, I mean, like with their ticket, they're getting free parking. They're getting the networking event. They're getting the after party till three in the morning. There's three DJs coming out. They're getting fed. There's a full bar there. We're doing bottle service for a hundred bucks for the VIP section. Oh, that's Um, not
0: bad. Bottle service?
1: Yeah, man. People Is that Canadian? A hundred
0: bucks Canadian?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's even cheaper.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, we're going to have a, a, there's going to be limited space in the VIP section. So, uh, people should definitely be grabbing their tickets sooner than later. Um, We've only got, I mean, if we're going to be setting up booths and everything, we've probably got room for uh, 20 to maybe 25 VIP booths. And then the rest of the people are going to be standing up. So, yeah. yeah, man, people should book early and, uh, and, and make sure they put it in their calendar. Uh, we're going to be going around to all the universities here in Ottawa over the next couple weeks and uh, doing a lot of promoting out there. Um, we're it's it's pretty crazy man we got a a lot of community uh growers here in ottawa that are like reaching out and wanting to be involved so uh, a lot of really big instagram groups that are going to be promoting through there all the meetup groups so a lot of ways that we're going to be reaching out to people over the next couple weeks so hopefully tickets are going to sell out um but we're going to have tickets available at the door so um as long as we don't hit that 500 person mark and the fire department comes and clears us out
0: (laughs) well it's a big venue there's a lot of space so even with 500 people there's room there's lots of elbow room it is a huge venue i mean there's like 20 to 30 companies that operate out of this collab space on a regular uh but we'll have the space to ourselves
1: exactly yeah, it's a two-story place, man. So, I mean, I'm right now I'm, I'm blocking off the second floor because we can fit 500 people, I mean, yeah, down on the easy. first floor. But, I mean, if we have to, man, if it gets a little too crowded, we've got a whole second loft area that overlooks the whole dance floor. It overlooks the stage. It overlooks the bar. It's a quick run up the stairs, back down to grab some food, grab a drink. So, either way, man, it's going to be a wicked event, man. And uh, there's a lot of really cool people that are helping out with it.
0: So we've been to uh, several conferences together. I just wanted to reminisce a couple, like, um, you know, highlight memories from some of them. So... uh i guess i could start and maybe you know let me know what yours is but like uh, i'll start with toronto with the one kevin moore did with us uh my favorite memory from that conference was that we had an after party at a coffee shop that was uh a smoke shop that let us smoke weed while playing pool while listening to live music while getting like fresh food and drinks and all this was like, you know, in Toronto and it was just right down the street from where we had the venue. We had a conference in Toronto and we go down the street. There's a dispensary and in the basement of this dispensary is a cafe with live music, pool tables, uh, the works. I got to smoke sweet. weed and play pool, dude, like with all my friends from the conference. It was a really cool time time.
1: I thought it was awesome too, man. It was like it was a really chill little lounge they had set up. There was room for you know probably about thirty people, 30, 40 people. They had like a like a sublime style band playing. They were rocking it. Uh, they shouted yeah, us
0: out. They yeah, shouted
1: us out. Yeah, no, that was wicked, man. Um, Ottawa definitely was the DDP. That that was like the the best yeah, part of that, man. That was so fun. DDP. That yeah. was wicked, yeah. man. We were just dancing around all day and all night, and <laughs> it was wicked um after that was toronto untraceable i think yeah no 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 after ottawa we decided to pack our bags the same day and go oh, to yeah, montreal
0: thank you <laughs> yes so all right guys um we, we me and sean did a conference in ottawa at the collab space about 200 people showed up we worked our asses off and About 2 a.m., DJ Me Popsicles on Twitter, and he's like, Hey guys, about five hours away, there's a sex expo. want to go to a conference? Two
1: hours. It was only two hours away. Oh, dude,
0: I thought it was farther. For some reason, it (laughs) felt far as hell.
1: Yeah, and yeah, it was a sex expo, and we didn't have tickets. We didn't have anything planned, but like everyone was here crashing at the house, so we were all like, Yeah, what are we going to do now? It, let's go <laughs> so we packed so up we and packed went.
0: our bags man. We, went, yeah, man we drove for a few hours and uh shout out to vice industry token because Stuart duncan really hooked us up when we got there oh, yeah. uh and and kevin moore um he definitely networked his way for us to take part in a wild water rafting expo with the bang.com team that was racing brazzers and Pornhub for, you know, in rafts on wild waters with chop and dude, that was fucking epic, dude. Quebec, that that's fun. where I actually got to tweet out to uh, PopCoin and PopCoin was yeah. like, dude, you're in Quebec. And I'm like, yeah, I'm at the sex expo. And they were like, damn, we should link up. And then PopCoin actually followed me. And we have an open invitation to the PopCoin office whenever we're in Quebec again.
1: Perfect. We should uh, we should do that when you're down for Satoshi's ball, man.
0: That's a good idea. I should reach out to them and schedule us uh, a time sometime after the 15th before the 20th to go to Quebec or Hotcoin.
1: You should reach out to them and tell them to come to Satoshi's ball and then we can do some of that real high-level VIP networking in the VIP section. Right. But you're the
0: boss in the uh, <laughs> in the hat. I love that hat. <laughs> this so, hat, yeah, after I I this, after cruise Q- was buns in toronto oh yeah you did in toronto so that's at the futurist conference which was after the quebec yep. sex expo so now we're at futurist conference and um yeah, I think buns kind of was like the best thing I've ever found there. I, I, I didn't really know much about it. I, I knew about it, but not much. I got to meet the team, the founder. I got to see like 20 food trucks accepting it, vendors accepting it, people in the fucking parking lot bartering with buns for cigarettes and weed and mushrooms. And <laughs> it was like, no fucking way. But Who I'm like, I'm missing like this. The hell? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so so yeah futurist was great man what was like your favorite part of futurist conference because i i know i know what you're about to say (laughs) and i i want to start with fuck you (laughs) so
1: uh yeah so started out it was pretty cool me and you were sitting front row watching larry king uh he had a wicked panel he talked about you know, the future of printing cocaine and <laughs> told a really corny joke. And he's just, he's, he's a sharp guy for what, 84 years old. He's still on the ball, man. Um, so then after he spoke, I noticed like a couple of his security team uh, coming up to bring him backstage. And then all the other speakers uh, that were on stage as well. Um, who was on there with him? It was uh, Justin Wu, Charles Hopps. It was
0: oskinson and oskinson. Um, two other people i actually don't recall because those three people and larry king were like yeah. Good for me yeah
1: yeah exactly so i just was like okay what if i just go up on stage and walk back with them maybe no one will notice so I just walked on the stage and walked with the whole herd, of all of them and the security team, and uh, walked into the VIP section in the back, uh, which was beautiful, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy, dude. Rub it in! Rub it in my face! And then I uh, and then I walked back. I went, everyone started going into Larry King's green room, his private dressing room. I guess there was a, another interview going on in there. Um, and then Justin Wu, he's standing at the door. And I I've, never met him before, but I walked up to him. Like, I've met him a bunch of times. I was like, Justin, you killed it, bro. I gave him props. And I was like, here, let me squeeze by you, man. And I just kind of snuck into the green room. <laughs> and I went into a little dark corner. And I started filming it. And uh, I filmed the interview interview that he did in his green room um, it was about a maybe a 10 minute interview that he did i was in his little kitchen area eating like some m&ms and stuff <laughs> and uh and then uh his interview ended he stood up his security team was like hey we gotta go it's time to leave um and uh everyone was like oh larry can we get a picture i want a picture with you and he was like no i'm in a rush i'm in a rush and i uh, i yell out i yell larry i promised my grandma i'd get a selfie with you and he, he turned around and looked at me and he goes i'll do it for your grandma so uh I got a grandma's selfie. everywhere larry king will <laughs> do anything he loves them so yeah man i got a wicked picture with larry king (coughs) and uh came back out and uh that was uh yeah my highlight of that event
0: (laughs) yeah i um i'll admit it here because i already told tracy uh i stole larry king's microphone from that um when he was on stage and i bequeathed it to this guy so he has larry king's microphone (laughs) Dude, I feel like we should start auctioning it off on buns for bits to see how much people are willing to pay for that. Because it's legit, man. That's like history. It's real history. Crypto history, man. Oh, we got another super chat. Thank you so much, Crypto Angela. Thank you. Or Thank Angels, you. I'm sorry. It's really small text on my end. Uh Fire Sale Everywhere. What's up, brothers? Oh man. Uh yeah, I actually did acquire some coin that I had with a little bit of fiat. I got like 10 bucks worth of uh, that T0 that's on Coinbase now. It's the lowest cap coin that they're offering, so potentially highest (coughs) return if it does take off. It has been added to the the bundle that Coinbase offers so people can invest in multiple assets with one investment, one transaction fee, and all that stuff. So I was looking at some low-cap coins, and I saw that Coinbase had that cheap shit on it, and Coinbase uses that blockchain for their... um, for their exchange so i I see a lot of incentive for them to pump it so whatever i've been looking around but yeah it's a fire sale that's for sure man thank you guys so much for the super chats by the way i love you thank you
1: you guys are are the mvbs the most valuable bros
0: yeah bro bros yo should we talk um, about broetherium (laughs) <laughs> oh that's where we end that's the end yeah I wanted to go through we have we have more to talk about we've been to so many of these conferences bro we've literally I think got to the halfway point so futurist True. Larry King for you buns for me um, besides that the cabana pool party with Anthem Gold and Hercules and all those amazing people we fucking yeah. killed it at that cabana party baby Oof,
1: we killed it we were like the only ones that went swimming <laughs> oh yeah yeah, damn We're right. At, I, I got a picture of me on a swan. Beach balls. <laughs> and a lot of people, people are
0: yeah. They remember me as the asshole in the pool throwing beach balls at them while they stood by the pool not getting in. I was that guy. But after Futurist, we had um, what? Which one was next? Was it? It wasn't the funeral, right? We we went to uh, did was it the uh? No, thing, it was uh, the
1: blockchain uh, job fair. I don't no, you I didn't go to that, that one. I no, went. I, I went to that to one without, without you.
0: Without, yeah, which one did we go to uh, together? Was it was it the uh, Mediterranean blockchain cruise or was it the funeral or, I forget no, which
1: I, one. I don't remember which one was first. To be honest, no, it was the, the funeral was after because Virtue was there from Auto Rally. Yes. Okay. So
0: we did uh, two conferences around that time. We did. Um... So anyway, the next one after Futurist for us was the Coins Bank cruise. In in uh, Barcelona, right? To Monaco and Ibiza. This,
1: oh, yeah. That we're going so to we're gonna
0: have to wrap this up quick. Um, so, I guess you go first. What was your favorite part of the blockchain cruise by CoinsBank in the Mediterranean?
1: Um, God, that's such a tough question, man. There's literally so many... <laughs> Great moments in that entire – I don't know, man. Hanging out with you in Barcelona was pretty fun, man. Our little mini adventures around the city, and we literally covered the whole city. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I knew you were going to
0: say that, dude. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to blow it up and like ruin it. I'm sorry. I just got excited because I started remembering it.
1: Yeah, we covered the whole city in Doge stickers. We found the, that dispensary Nectar Boys that was like kinda like that cannabis lounge in Toronto here, yeah. but it was like way cooler. Um and uh, yeah, we found that place. We made a trail of stickers from our hotel to the dispensary. Um, but you know what, man, honestly high, I think we're just gonna
0: find our way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Safety first, kids. <laughs> Left a trail of red behind. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I think the helicopter ride though, that was freaking yeah. unreal, Dude. man. All right. So this guy,
0: this guy is a genius, ladies and gentlemen. We're, we're on a cruise ship and we dock at, at uh, Monaco and we get off the ship, we're walking and we see everybody going this way but a very few few selected people going that way. So Sean's like, let's go that way. So we do. And those select few people were getting in line to go on a fucking helicopter. And Sean and me are just like, yeah, we're Sean and Ken. We're on the list. And they're like, we don't see you on the list. Sean's like, you might want to call somebody that knows what they're doing. We're VIPs. We are on the list. We are not VIPs, mind you. And we are certainly not on the list. But they could not get in touch with anybody, so Sean got me on a fucking helicopter.
1: Yeah, that was so much fun, man. I've yeah. never been on one, and, like, what an adrenaline rush, dude. It was like a, a roller coaster over I'm mountains. I'm
0: Sweating just thinking about
1: <laughs> Yeah, man, that was wicked. We were on there with, uh, with um, what's his name? I forget his name, but he's the founder of Latium, proof of human.
0: Yeah, that's David Johnson.
1: David and Johnson, we, we we were on there with Adam Stewart from uh, World CryptoCon.
0: CryptoCon, and what was the chick's name? Uh, Beth.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. I didn't really chat with her too much, but um, she yeah, what a cool,
0: really cool people. Uh, she she's really high up in in the industry, and she's a power mover. I don't know why I'm blanking on her name. I'm so sorry. I want to she's say it was so Elizabeth. powerful
1: that like you're not allowed to mention her name she's like that dude from harry potter
0: <laughs> yeah 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 no exactly so um the the helicopter ride was amazing but uh honestly for me i think the highlight of the entire coins cruise was being strip searched butt naked and uh and and uh by armed guards that don't know english so <laughs> me and sean we smoke a blunt that big it was like two hand cigar like you know what I mean? Like, we smoked a fatty right before we went to the cruise to get on the ship. So, we didn't realize, at least I didn't think, that they would be having, like, super high-level TSA security with militia-armed guards with, like, three assault rifles each at the checkpoint for this cruise ship. So, we reeked. We smell like weed. And we we go through security. The dude in... In some kind of Barcelonian, some language starts yelling, and me and Sean look at each other like, oh, we're fucked. So we get through security, we make it through, and we're packing our bags, and three armed guards I'm talking like two machine guns, one in each hand, an extra machine gun on his chest, friggin' pistols like these dudes were decked out, like Robocop exposed. And they were like, no English. They were just like, you know what to do. Come with us. So we yeah, were just like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to follow <laughs> you guys. We'll, we'll be right there. So me and Sean followed these guys. No English was spoken. Just guns being pointed, which is like a universal language for follow me and shut the fuck up. So we did. We shut the fuck up and we followed those guys into a, like a Harry Potter-esque closet under the escalators that led up to the ship. So we're in this little closet, literally like the size of this streaming space. And they say, get naked and that was like the only english that was spoken and me and sean look at each other and we're like wait what like together now like are we about to make like can we at least live stream this like we could earn some crypto (laughs) and you know they point the guns at us they point guns at us and we're just like all right pants off whatever i'm naked now and um yeah dude they didn't find any drugs so that was fun they didn't look hard enough (laughs) There may have been drugs, uh, but they didn't find any. If there were any drugs, no, and, we
1: would uh, never bring illegal narcotics onto a vessel that's going across into other countries. We would never do a thing like that ever. Dangerous. We're good boys. We're good boys.
0: Yeah, yeah, we. we like banks and governments. And
1: governments. Yeah, we respect our governments and our banks, and you know they're doing such a great job. <laughs>
0: So yeah, that, that was my highlight, man. Cause like, I'll never forget you and me being naked in the same room with guns being pointed at us all over smelling like weed. Like that's it. We smelled like weed. So we had guns in our face, like the fuck what? So, so after the cruise, we get back. Um, I, I think I did come back to Canada for two events, right? Cause we drove from one to the funeral. What was, what was the other one again?
1: Uh, that's a great question, man. There was the thing that you came down with Janiqua for.
0: Yeah, what was that? I
1: don't know, man. Why can't man. I remember
0: it? And then we went to the funeral, but she wasn't there for that one, right?
1: No, the funeral was before she came. The the, the that was the blockchain impact conference in Toronto that I just found. That it was, was just so bad, so so boring, and. it was just like yeah it's just boring man takeaway like the takeaway
0: was that it it to me let me know that this is exactly how not to do a conference
1: yeah the takeaway was satoshi's ball really it was like it was like holy look at the crappy conferences that are going to start happening let's let's do it oh
0: i remember the event it was with kyle kemper bro Oh right. <laughs> Kyle Kemper did a conference and it was it was government, elite, and us.
1: Yeah, it was for the Blockchain Association of Canada. So he's the director of the Blockchain Association of Canada. They work with the government to help set regulations and, and come up with these new rules for crypto. Um, and, I mean, Kyle Kemper, he's uh, related to Justin Trudeau. So he's always been in kind of working with government and stuff. So, um, yeah, it was cool, man. It was like we were, we were in a room with really educated people really powerful people and then you know we were there with fanny packs on and and just soaking it all up and like uh i think it was actually a really cool way to mesh like our side of the industry with you know the more legitimate side or were the more professional or whatever however you want to describe it
0: yeah, no, there was a great takeaway from that conference with uh, Kyle Kemper and those guys. Um, there was a project that cannot, for the life of me, remember the project. But my boy, I follow this dude, he, he had a dog in a book bag. He had like, yeah. a book bag on and had a dog in it. And it was one of those book bags specifically for carrying dogs. And yeah, it had he like a little about that his... it
1: could see out of.
0: <laughs> yes, it was It was the most adorable thing ever. And he was, ooh, I got the hiccups. He was talking about a pro- a project that made it easier for people to kind of make their companies more, you know, Open source about their funding. Like where are the funding's coming from, where the funding's going, and they could opt into who sees this. So if you're a contributor to a project, you're a pervy to certain information that other people wouldn't be to. And I don't know, dude, it just, it was like that one piece that I was thinking about. Like, wow, we need some real credibility, a way for companies that are doing these ICOs and, and ways for these people that are doing these personal, like GoFundMe's, like me raising money to go on like an excursion to go do a conference and you know report back here to my viewers well why don't I show everybody that gave me funding exactly what I'm doing with that funding even if it's for a soda maybe it's for uh, the ticket to the conference or an escort maybe some cannabis who knows but the important thing is my investors should know what I'm doing with their money um, so yeah. I like that project a lot. And to see that that room full of government officials and really legit you know, people from Canada were eager to learn about these avenues to make things more like you know, trust for the investors without creating a velvet rope that's to protect the investor when it's really to keep them out. They're not trying to yeah. keep anybody out. They're just trying to keep them safe. And that's the, my takeaway from the whole government conference that Kyle Kemper did. And then there was the funeral, which the takeaway was it sucks and we now have Satoshi's ball. And, um, yeah, guys. I mean, that's, that's what's happening. I mean, dude, like, I know it sounds like a yeah. meme, but the real meme is Brotherium. So, please, please, bro, can you tell us what the fuck is Brotherium? <laughs> I wish I fucking
1: knew. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, two Fridays ago, uh, I was hanging out. I was uh, watching the movie. I was reading the book. And I don't know, man. This word just popped into my head, Brotherium. So I went on Facebook. I, I put a post out. I said, "Hey guys, should I make a coin called bro-therium? Um People thought it was really funny. I, I made a couple puns. I said, "Yeah, we can run it on the Bro chain, and uh, you know, we'll do proof of Bro, and there'll be you know, high security uh, encryption <laughs> and, protocol." Protocol. Uh, I don't know. I- I made some memes and uh, a lot of people started messaging me saying, this is really funny. Let's do something with this. Um, we ended up making an initial 2.1 million coins on uh, Raven chain. Um, and then we ended up upping it to 21 million. Uh, I, I, I just recently um, bought the asset on uh, Waves platform. So it's on Waves as well. Um, I, I did like Bro Ethereum's on Waves? Yeah yeah you can have it on my Ooh, mobile wallet now.
0: Ooh I want some. I'm going to have to give you my Waves wallet address bro. Hook a brother up. Yeah, Hook yeah. a
1: bro bro up. So- so I'm not really sure what we're gonna do with this yet. Obviously, the coin has no value. It's just a you know, it's just a kind of a funny thing right now between bros. Um, we've got an, a a Telegram group with uh, almost a hundred members in it. Um, we have a Facebook group. We got a Facebook page. Uh, there's a Twitter page. It's all under Brotherium. Um, and I, I don't know, man. Who knows what we're gonna do with this? We've got uh, an official logo being worked on right now. Uh, it's gonna have a, like a, a pineapple head with like sunglasses and like it's gonna our logo is gonna be a pineapple head dude uh <laughs> because why um, hell, i can why? see
0: the tattoo now
1: <laughs> oh right i know yeah totally man face tattoo right here at brotherium <laughs> yeah no, i was
0: thinking like i was thinking like the takashi or like post malone like under the eye
1: yeah okay okay yeah i like it uh but, but no, yeah man like, i don't know what we're though, gonna do man, with man, that like...
0: I love it. I love the, I love that you know people are behind the the you know they still have a sense of humor. You know what I mean? Like in this space people are so fucking serious. It's boring. I'm so over people being serious when Bitcoin moon, when we going to go, the price does not reflect the tech. The tech is the tech period. You can use the tech as currency if you want, that's fine, but don't, don't compare the two and you know, people are freaking out and worrying about price and you know, we still have a decent, You know, group of people in this space that can, you know, have a a laugh. You know what I mean? Like we need to have these we need to let people know that memes are are uh, are valuable, you know, and things like Doge has proven this. And who knows what Brotherium could do as a joke moving forward in a a time of need right now. We need more jokes than we need serious bullshit. You know, people need to lighten up because this market is depressing. It's, it's, you know, getting people to overthink and do too much due diligence and overcomplicate their own investments by having to feel like they need to know exactly what SHA-256 encryption is in order to even use Bitcoin when that's not the case. Just, you know, download a wallet and, and use it. You know, it's, it's not... Anyway, man, I think it's freaking funny. I, I'm in. I, that's hilarious. I will accept bro for, you know, bro-axe. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I could see it. It totally, it totally works. Uh, it, it's fucking funny, man. And I love that you use the Raven, the Raven coin chain, and it's available in the Waze platform. That's pretty damn cool. Did DJ Me Popsicle put this together? Uh,
1: no, no, he didn't actually. Um, we were talking about maybe making an actual ERC-20 token for it um, or some sort of proof of stake coin um, where basically we're, we would make a website where people have to make a profile. Um, and, then, <laughs> <Bro-file>. uh, <laughs> and uh, so that we know they're a real bro man we can't look at all these fake accounts uh, man everywhere fake wanna, and we better bots have bro
0: furrow links
1: yeah we're gonna have there's gonna be a like a bro referral program uh where they make their profile uh, <laughs> uh it's brutally gonna take over the world. Um, yeah, so I don't know, man. We're bouncing some ideas around. I mean, to be honest, to anyone that's that's involved in Brotherium right now and maybe listening to this, um, I've got so much shit going on that – I can't put all my attention into this Brotherium project right now until Satoshi's ball happens. Um, but just know that it's mar- the thoughts are marinating in my head. Um, if anyone wants to get some Brothirium, just message me your Waves address. Download the wallet on your phone or on your desktop. Send me your address. Uh, I will send you 4.20 BroTheriums so that when we do get this project up, we know that you are involved. Like we'll be able, you'll be able to prove that you're a bro. Because how else would you have some of the original Brotherium right. tokens? So.
0: so so comment your Waves wallet address in the comments section below. And then use the, the, the link. There's a link right there in the description box. It'll take you to Satoshi's Ball Twitter account. Tweet at Satoshi's Ball your Waves wallet address. And this dude will send you some Brotherium, bro. So bro. Uh, to wrap things bro. up. I want to know what your bro vela. No, that didn't work. Bro that didn't work. Elevator pitch. No, I ruined it. <laughs> Fucking ruined it. What's your. But no, what is your elevator pitch for Bitcoin, man? Because you've been pitching and shilling Bitcoin, dude, from net coins to conferences to balls. Dude, what's your elevator pitch?
1: So uh, basically, um, I just go up. people. I go, so. Hey man, uh, are you using Bitcoin? No? Um, Cool, just download a wallet, I'll actually give you some for free right now. Usually you get hit up with like a, you know, a little bit of a backlash of, oh, I don't understand it or no, no, no. I'm like, yeah, it's super easy, man. Like, download this, I'll send you a couple links, um, look into it, do a bit of research. When I had to just sort of crypto website out I was sending a lot of people there, but basically I mean it's it's just it's another way to send money It's another way to send value Um, It could go up it could go down Uh, a lot of people made a lot of money on Bitcoin and different altcoins but there's so much to look into that just start with Bitcoin start with something basic um, and all you have to do is download a wallet and it's just like sending an email. It's like sending a message. Um, it's that easy. My grandma uses it. I taught my grandma how to use Bitcoin. So um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it, man. I don't. I, I really don't push people too hard because I, I, I. Like I said, I did door to door for seven years, bro. Like it's a numbers game. You're not gonna like. I just don't enjoy the conversations when people are already hella opinionated about something they don't understand you know it's the same reason i don't i don't have many government conversations with people or religious or or conversations about religion or uh, it's just stuff it's like some people just believe in things so much it's just ingrained in their personality to the point where like you're just you're just wasting your breath on them so um i mean i asked a couple qualifying questions to people have you heard of Bitcoin? Do you know anyone who uses it? Did you know that you can spend it here? Oh, I work with a company called Just Learn Crypto. If I get a, a bit of a feedback from them that they're kind of interested, then I'll pursue the conversation. But I yeah. mean, my, my mentality is always get get to the answer right away. And I, I, this is the same thing that I teach people in sales is get to the word. No, 80 percent of sales happen after the customer says no. So if I can get a person, if we're referencing Bitcoin still, if I can talk to someone about Bitcoin and get them to be like, no, I think it's stupid because of this, I'd rather that come up right away so that I can handle that objection um, as opposed to just having a 20-minute conversation about the theory behind it. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, like, yeah, that's, that's about it, man. Fine. If you ask 100 people if they use Bitcoin, Ten of them are gonna have a conversation with you, man, and you're gonna open up some wallets and get some new people in. That was the longest elevator ride
0: of my podcast career. All right, bro, <laughs> bro, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, what you're doing, your social media stuff like that, if they want to get you on Facebook, Twitter, what your projects you're with. Just you know, let them all know everything. You know, Sean Hebert.
1: Uh, yeah, man, I'm on pretty much everything you can find me on Twitter at the Canadian with two or three ends at the end um just learn crypto that's the name you can search that up on twitter on instagram on facebook uh you can you're going to be able to go to just in the next week or so and subscribe to our newsletter and sign up uh with just learn crypto so we're going to be sending out information to the our subscribers on there uh we've got just learn crypto on youtube i do the just learn crypto show where i interview different people in the space um december 12th I'm going to be interviewing Brock Pierce, so that's oh, going to be wow. a wicked interview up on there. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm like Wi-Fi. Search up Just Learn Crypto anywhere. You'll find me. All
0: right, guys, so check it out. Sean Hebert, the Canadian with three N's at the end and Just Learn Crypto. Don't forget to check out Satoshi's Ball. Comment your Waves wallet address below to receive some free bro Don't forget to tweet at Satoshi's Ball with your Waves wallet address as well for some ethereum and if you're watching this and you made it through the whole live stream congratulations uh you're a weird dude go ahead and pound that thumbs up button give give me a like give yourself a like and uh don't forget to click subscribe flick that alert bell right there and dudes bros bro bros have
1: a bro. day bro bro ciao <laughs>